Andres Diaz from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 19th of October, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Citywide search had been going on since Thursday the 12th in Sevilla after Alvaro Prieto, a young football player of Cordoba's youth team, went missing. On Monday the 16th, after four days of searching, police officials found his body. Friday the 13th, government officials announced that they were looking for the young man who went missing after trying to catch a train from Sevilla Santa Justa station in the early hours after a night out. Police said Prieto told his mother that his phone battery was nearly out of charge, so they presumed that he couldn't access his digital ticket. Security staff then told police they reprimanded Prieto after he tried to catch another train without a ticket. Security footage then showed him leaving the station. He wasn't seen again until Monday when his body was found. An autopsy on Monday the 16th later confirmed that Prieto was electrocuted after climbing onto the roof of a disused train parked in a workshop area of the Santa Justa station. The train was connected to the electric mains and he died instantly after touching the catenary of the convoy, a system of overhead wires used to supply electricity. Political unrest continues worldwide as protesters demand peace in Palestine and Israel over the weekend. According to the British newspaper, the Guardian, various European leaders have said they will ban pro-Hamas and pro-Palestinian protests if they see things getting out of hand. Spain has not said that they will. Still, they're keeping an eye on it. Over the weekend in Spain, the Platform Against Anti-Semitism tweeted that on Sunday the 15th, Free Palestine was graffitied on one of its synagogue doors next to a crossed-out Star of David. At the same time, the Israelite community of Barcelona has reportedly canceled upcoming events due to security concerns. It's not all violent or destructive, though. In Madrid, hundreds of protesters, including children and Podemos political party member, Maria Teresa Perez, Ione Velarra, and Isa Serra attended a peaceful Free Palestine demonstration on Sunday the 15th with signs saying no to the war and apartheid and how many more people have to die. The next day, hundreds more attended a peaceful protest against the Israel-Hamas war in the capital calling for peace. In Barcelona, on Saturday the 14th, protesters called for the government to stop providing weapons to Israel. Still, Palestinian protests in Madrid on Sunday hasn't gone unnoticed by the Israeli embassy in Spain. Neither has the comments of Ione Belarra, Minister of Social Rights and Acting Secretary General. On Sunday the 14th, she told the government that Israeli President Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu needs to be taken before the International Criminal Court for war crimes. 48 hours later, on Monday the 16th, the Israeli embassy released a statement condemning members of the Spanish government for their recent comments and actions about Israel and Palestine. In its note, the Israeli consulate said that it's concerning that certain members of the executive have chosen to align themselves with ISIS-style terrorism, referring to Hamas. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs responded that it rejects the falsehood about some of its members. Turning back to the EU now, Spain has sent its budget plan to Brussels on Sunday the 15th for the upcoming year, and there are some key things to be aware of. The executive has estimated the country's GDP will grow by 2% next year instead of 24 because of downward trends within the eurozone. At the same time, they said that they will create more full-time jobs and that unemployment will be below 11%. It's been at 12% since June 2023. There are no changes to inflation. The budget also states they won't renew the anti-inflation measures to help households with rising costs. For example, value-added tax cuts on basic food items and discounted transport. However, to move forward, the next elected government has got to approve all these plans. Speaking of Brussels, the European Union has taken Spain to the European Court of Justice for not complying with railroad regulations involving the railway operator Adif and railway company Renfe and the Spanish government. 
according to Brussels, Adif, and Renfe are not independent of the state since the government handpicks the board of directors of each organization. Thus, the government can influence the pacts between the operator and the railway company. Popular journalist Sonsoles Onega won the 1 million euro Planeta Prize this week, one of the world's most lucrative literary awards for her novel The Maid's Daughter or Las Hijas de la Criada. The book tells the story of a Galician family over a century focusing on the canning industry and the resilience of women who worked at sea across generations. Now for a little update concerning Juan Laporta, FC Barcelona's current president who faces bribery charges in the Negreira case. Spanish court has implicated Laporta, former president Sandro Rosell and Josep Maria Bartomeu, and a few former directors. The investigation centers on payments made to Jose Maria Enriquez Negreira, former vice president of the Technical Committee of Referees from 2008 to 2010. These payments allegedly benefited FC Barcelona, leading to a charge of continuous bribery over the years. Next up, residents of Orcasitas near Madrid's Chinatown in Usera have been dealing with renovation nightmares. For context, Orcasitas was established as a settlement for overcrowding and immigration in Usera in the 50s. However, the infrastructure wasn't there, so people self-constructed their homes. This led to the Orcasitas Neighborhood Association. After almost 50 years, homes were deteriorating and dangerous, so the association sought funding from the Madrid City Council to upgrade homes. The project was successful, even earning praise from the European Commission for Energy Efficiency. However, it seems no one read the fine print. Since 2015, residents have had 100 euros deducted from their minimum pensions because of the tax on the grants they received. Many residents also paid out-of-pocket on their 2002 tax returns even though the grants were allocated to the community association. All of this has undoubtedly caused financial strain, especially for elderly residents. From static housing to floating vessels, Barcelona Port will restrict access to major cruises from Sunday the 22nd of October in a bid to move cruise activity away from urban areas. They bid farewell to the World Trade Center Pier, just a stone's throw away from Las Ramblas, Barcelona's famous promenade separating neighborhoods El Born, Raval, Barrio Gotico, and Chample. Instead of disembarking near the center, cruise passengers will get off at the Mol de Osatz Pier, closer to the foot of Montjuic. The local council says the area will be reclaimed and become a new public space for everyone to enjoy. Moving on, homelessness is a big problem everywhere, and Spain's no exception. According to El País, nearly 30,000 people are homeless throughout the peninsula, and the problem is increasing. September 2023 survey by the National Statistics Institute said organizations and centers helping homeless people are overrun. In 2020, these centers helped about 17,000 people. Between 2022 and 23, that number increased to just over 21,000. What can be done about it now? On Monday the 16th, consulting firm Ernst & Young presented a, an economic solution report to the private sector. The study estimates homelessness could be solved with an initial investment of a mere 1.2 billion euros, further money for assistance programs, and by using Spain's 3.4 million empty houses. Huh. You want to get involved and help people living on streets? There's a Barcelona-based volunteer-led charity called Esperanza, which means hope in English. There are two routes out on Saturday and Sunday where they have pre-prepared food, clothes, and hot drinks to those most in need. Equally, there are lots of other ways to get involved linked to the Esperanza website in the show notes. And finally, 
Want to learn about Spain's environmental challenges? Greenpeace investigates the biggest polluters and solutions, namely fossil fuels, droughts, and fires. Find out more about their report in the show notes. I assure you, it is very interesting. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Before we leave, we have a quick question for those following us for a while. How are we doing in terms of bias, axe grinding, that kind of thing? Try to be independent, stick to the facts and context. How are we doing? Seem a little bit biased? Let us know. We're happy to see the Rorschach Spain community is growing. We want to be best that we can. Tell us your thoughts and opinions at Spain at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima.